Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Welcome. You always start. So I know. Was I was going to wait and see what happened if I didn't. <laughs> you just stared at me. I like, did. <laughs> wide-eyed. <laughs> well, <sighs> here we are, old friend. Here we are. And I'm good to see your face. Friend. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Man, the beard, beard starts to go gray and... You know, hey, have you been to Costco lately? Uh, yes. <laughs> Since our last episode? Yes. <sighs> what did you get? I'm so excited to hear. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I got. I got three pounds of ground beef. Um, I got some pre-cooked grilled chicken. Mm. And I got one other kind of meat. Oh, I got chicken sausages. Is that the same pre-grilled chicken that you left here that one time at my house? I don't know what you're talking about. You left a package of frozen chicken when we grilled first, out. One, I, one first time. off, that wasn't frozen chicken. And secondly, that wasn't pre-cooked. If you ate it the oh. way, uh, <laughs> you you likely got sick. No, I don't mean pre-cooked. Like- it was just raw. It was pre-marinated. Uh, and that was from Costco. Well, that's what I I I thought that it was from Costco one and two. I I'm sure I cooked it. That's been a while ago. Yeah, it just it reminded me of that. Yeah, so. that was uh, that was from Costco. And uh, no, this is different. This was this was because uh, I wanted to throw it in a salad and didn't really want to do much work, and so it was yeah pre grilled and juicy and delicious and went inside of me very well. So. <laughs> Uh, I wonder, I wonder if there's probably major internet wars going on after that episode. Oh yeah. The internet is buzzing, buzzing. Did you, did you hear what those guys said? (laughs) Viral episode. (laughs) (laughs) And we do have to, uh, we do have to take a trip out there. Oh yeah. I drove by, I almost sent a picture cause I drove, I drive by Costco actually regularly. I mean, it's like right. It's very conveniently placed. Oh, very. Yeah. And uh, but I almost did shoot a, a picture and say, "Hey, when when are we going to have have our remote episode?" That's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, do you know how many times uh, I've driven by the Sam's? Sam's zero. 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 I don't even know where it is in town. I have no. It's idea It's just it down from the Costco. <laughs> Look who's trying to beat Costco. <laughs> hey, it served us well. That's all I can say. Okay. All right. Because I don't have anything to compare it to. When was yet. last time you've been to Sam's? Uh, two days ago. I don't think it was yesterday. I think it was okay. two days ago. Yeah. When did I go? I went to Costco on Sunday. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I always see people I know there. Always. Really? Yeah, all the time. Actually, I saw somebody. It was Thursday because I met somebody that I on Wednesday that I saw there on Thursday. Nice. I mean, we didn't meet two days in a row at Sam's Club. <laughs> <laughs> Same time tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I say to the ladies who give out samples. <laughs> Same time tomorrow. Same time tomorrow. 
Uh, this is riveting podcast material. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm sure our, our listeners are on the edge but, of their seats. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> How long is the grocery wars going to go on on following Probably, Jesus remember, for remember that Remember that like 90 weeks in a row that we talked about food every episode? We did. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the I was at your old Kroger. Maybe it's still your Kroger. Oh, it's still my Kroger. I hate that Kroger. I we were eating in a restaurant across the parking lot and oh, uh, yes. every the time I pull Dos Margaritas. Yes. We've talked about them on, on the podcast. Also. <laughs> and no sponsorship yet? <laughs> I know, I know. But I Is was, it us I or always, them? <laughs> I always envision, you know, your milk incident. In, oh, when man. I, I met that parking lot. Yeah, I think about it every time I go there. <laughs> I had to go in there the other day, and I was like, I do not trust my car in this parking lot, but I got no choice. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a terrible place. Uh, <laughs> uh. Actually, I, the only reason I go, I tell, the, I tell the pharmacist, every time I go see my pharmacist there, I make sure he knows. I tell him straight to his face, I go, I hate this store, but I love you guys, and you're the only reason why I keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> said, I hate everything else about this particular Kroger. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah. But there, the pharmacist there is fantastic. He knows my name. Uh, he knows my birthday. And uh, he apologized for knowing my birthday. Because <laughs> it's like a, that's how they identify you. That's like a security sure. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, one day he like, he like popped it in. And I, so I was like, oh, so I told him my birthday. He goes, yeah, I know it. <laughs> and I was like, I shouldn't tell you that. He goes, I'm not supposed to know it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't care. It makes it easier for me. <laughs> right, right. Oh my gosh, that was a that was a quick way that I learned our kids' birthdays is by going to the pharmacy. So oh, that's often. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, uh, man. Well, yeah. Hey, uh, I texted you last night, and should, should I get my phone out? No, it's nothing to look at. I was oh, just okay. going to bring our listeners in oh, okay. and ask for some uh, ask for some prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, and uh, so I was just thinking, not just because of last night, but it seems um, often, and I think this is just a universal human trait. Uh, we struggle with conflict. Um, mm. You know, hard conversations, honest, direct, and yet loving and kind conversations. And um, I think that's uh, the difficulty of that for one reason or another, I think has, um, it's become even more difficult or maybe there's more of them. Maybe it's my age and, you know, uh, experience, Mm. but it seems like I'm engaging with a lot of different people, either, either conflict with with me or uh or or people that i'm help walk helping walk through um difficulty and and conflict so i just thought man you know how do we do that well i think i didn't finish that thought post covid i think you know after quarantine after what we've been through when we're um you know as john swanson several episodes yeah. talked yeah, about you know yeah. the the way that our our brain is functioning at a different level because we're we have there's no routine we were isolated for a period in a lot of different ways it just seems like it's it's elevated this uh people's maybe selfishness 
um, inability to be direct and have com- hard conversations. Right. And so, yeah, I just, I thought maybe that was something we could, we could discuss tonight. Just what that looks like maybe in your life, how we, how we become people that are able to be direct and honest and do it in a kind and loving way. Um, and how, how to, at the same time, not be offended, Yeah, you know, uh, and what that looks like, especially as we look at scripture, especially as, especially as, as we look at being followers of Jesus, where we are to pray for and love our enemies and be abundant in grace and love. And, but that also, I mean, the, the other side of that in a lot of the conversations I'm having are, but does that mean that I just get trampled on all right, the time? And right. what, do, what do boundaries look like? And, and, you know, uh, yeah, so it's. I know in our life, it's been last night we had a hard conversation um, with another couple um, that needed to be had and probably should have been, you know, probably should have been a conversation that took place, you know, a few months ago. Yeah. Um, but always leading to how is this becoming a better relationship? How how is how is everyone in this conversation becoming healthier and and I know for, for me, we, we talk about this a lot, um, especially with our kids that like take ownership, like be able to receive critical, you know, feedback or accountability to behavior when oftentimes it's just a learning experience because we have blind spots and, and we don't want accountability. Um, it doesn't feel good and yet we know that we need it. Yeah. And so how do we, how do we become open-minded, open with our heart and our lives to be able to receive on the, on the one side and on the other side, how to be direct about how we feel or what's taking place or, and, and, um, and being able to do that in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think, yeah, I think us, the, the way we isolated during the pandemic just highlighted all this, right? It's not like it wasn't sure. an issue before, but it's just highlighted it more than ever. And I, I don't know. I, I, I hope I can I hope I can say this without sounding arrogant. But I feel like that's that's one of my superpowers. Right? It's yeah. like being yeah. able to be being able to be direct. Um I mean, geez, that's that's always served me really well. Especially on on this side of recovery. I don't know that I was as much before. Okay. Because I didn't value it as much before. Because uh, I couldn't handle anyone being direct with me. Mm. But learning some incredible humility has taught me how to be okay with receiving it. And in turn, that's helped me be better at giving it. And so, yeah, that's, that's uh, man, that is not something I struggle with. Um, and, well, and a lot of times people talk about like, oh, I'm just direct or I'm just blunt. And they use that as an excuse to just like be a jerk. Right, right. Be, you know, be, be nasty to people and all that. And um, I don't know. I, I've Sometimes I've attributed it to like being from the East Coast that like there's just some things that we can get away with saying to each other um, that I don't know that uh, – I don't know that everyone, people in the Midwest in particular, right? But, I mean, there, I don't know. There, there's a way to do it with grace, 
with openness, um, but in truth. And I think that that covers a lot of things, right? Like we're we're all in the sink because of Jesus, right? And we look at the way like he didn't. He neither pulled punches, nor pulled love and affection, right? Like all of those came and care, like all of those came through in every interaction. I think we talked about that pretty recently in a different light, but same mm-hmm. same point, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah, I don't know. Where do you think that that came from in you? Like, do you think that it is a location situation uh, or yeah. personality? I, like, I, yeah, I. I do. I do think so, but it's not something that can't be learned, right? Because I've learned it. Sure. Right? Like, I think I probably just had the propensity to it. But, I mean, here, here's where here's here's part of where it came from. I think I might have shared before, like, I, I wasn't always good at, like, being honest and truthful in the way I spoke to people. And I, I believe I shared the story about an old roommate of mine named Michael. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Who can just to remind our listeners if 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 you're newer to the podcast or you don't remember, you know, I had a I had a roommate uh, who just great guy, loved people and loved Jesus uh, way more than than I did at the time for sure. And we were we were roommates for uh, I don't know twelve months or so. And he he wants like he's like, hey, I I, I need to confront you. <laughs> I was like, okay, what? He's like, you're really manipulative in the way you talk to people. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and he, he proceeded to tell me, and, and he used an example that I still use today to describe what I was like. Um, he would say, uh, he, he called me out on this behavior. He, he said, what I would do was this. You know, let's say you and I, Kylie, were sitting down uh, on the couch watching a game or TV show or something, and I wanted something. Like, for example, I wanted a glass of water. I would say to you, hey, are you going to get up? Or like if I saw you get up, like, hey, are you going to the kitchen? And when you say, no, why? I would say, oh, if you were, I was going to ask you to grab me a glass of water, like if you could refill this for me. And nine times out of ten, the person would be like, oh, yeah, no worries. Hey, you want, me to, you want me to refill it for you? I'd be like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. Like, and it would <laughs> – and it, it was a number of things. It was the, There were a number of things highlighted in that, but mainly it was this like – my refusal to be in a position of need and vulnerability by asking for help, but mm-hmm. manipulating the situation so that you asked me, right? Because that all of a sudden, oh yeah, sure, yeah, if you want to do it, sure, thanks, thanks so much, Kylie. You know, like, <laughs> and so, so in that, that started this this journey, right? That it started then, but it, but like I said, it wasn't until getting on this side of recovery. Of seeing the value of truth. Truth in love, but truth nonetheless, right? Seeing the value of being truthful in what you say. You know, let your let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything else is like murky. Um and so yeah, it's on this journey of just being like ultra careful about what came out of my mouth towards another person in particular. And then and then being in, being in positions of of leadership, right? Where I had uh yeah, I just had to learn how to be like clear about expectations, clear about 
disappointments, clear about standards, like clear as can be on all these issues, um, just took a lot of like murkiness out of the equation. And uh, it's funny, there's, you know, I'm, I'm in a position of leadership at, at Sweetwater, and I, I just took on uh, a, new, a new person, right, to, to, to work under me, and um, this person has been there, been there a long time, been there a heck of a lot longer than I ever have, and, and he's had some, like, bad experiences with other managers before, and he's, he's he developed a little bit of a reputation, and, and uh, yeah, I kind of inherited him. And I wasn't, you know, I'm, I feel I felt like I was up for the challenge, and you know, and and yeah, just get, get someone else in his corner, kind of thing, and work with him. And mm-hmm. um, and he he has, and I'm not trying to toot my horn, but I, I I wanted to share this part, and then and then we'll move on. But he has, uh, I I've been able to be very clear with him, right, on things that even in the past he's tried to do, and no one's really said no to him. Um, and also, he's had no one saying yes to him either, right? Like he's had no one in his corner at all because mm-hmm. he's a he's he's been he's been kind of a difficult person to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there's there's been many times, right? And we've just only been working together for for a couple months now, and there have been many times when he's asked for something, and I've had to tell him no. Actually, it's it's been a lot, right? Because he asked for a lot, and I understand a little <laughs> bit of kind of the, the reputation he's got. Um, and I, and I'll just tell him no, and here's why. And without any fluff, without any, like, I'm, so, I'm worried how he's going to take it. Oh my God. Is he going to, you know, but like, just, Hey, lay it out for him. Like a, B and C, these are the reasons why, no, I can't do this. If, if this were different or that were different, maybe, but it's not. And so it's a no. And mm-hmm. ever after nearly every single one of those encounters, um, that I can think of off the top of my head, which is like three or four of them. It has ended with him sending me a glowing email <laughs> of, like, wow. you don't know how refreshing it is to work with you. Like, I- I've not gotten this kind of treatment before. Like, thank you for just being clear. And and it's like, man, like, I all I did was say no. <laughs> like, everyone else has, right? <laughs> right. But because I'm not trying to sugarcoat it or, or anything. I, so, I don't know. Man, when you... And I and I I feel a little embarrassed saying this because I know that I don't, I know I don't love people like I should. I struggle with that. But this is one area that God uh, that God has done work in me, and and I don't know why this is this one's different, but this is one area that I know that my love for people is easy in truth. And just being direct, being blunt, and does it does it get me in trouble sometimes? Sure, but for the most part, uh, I do. I, and I, I remember something I heard a very long time ago, and, and perhaps this has helped as well, is like, I don't know. I think to the first, – first off, in order to have any kind of impact in someone's life, you have to be open and willing for them to have an impact in yours. And I, I heard someone say something a long time ago that really, like, it kind of offended me and, and in a way of, like, 
oh no that doesn't sound right and but the more i think about it um and the more yeah the more i try to live it i'm like no there's there's a lot of value to this and it's this this guy said "I, i try to approach every conflict with someone every disagreement with such humility to say i'm wrong and this person has something like or i'm not all the way right at least and this person has a piece of the equation Mm. to help make me more right and if i can go into it with that kind of openness to give the other person the safety the openness the room to be that kind of honest and vulnerable and blunt and direct with me. It puts the things I say in a different light on how I can do it towards them. Wow. And yeah, that, that rattles you a little bit. You're like, no, I don't, I don't want to approach situations assuming I'm wrong. <laughs> who wants, <laughs> right, to, who right. wants to do that? But there is, there's such value in that. Well, I mean, it's stuff we talk about all the time. I mean, that's that's vulnerability. That's yeah. humility. That's um, seeing others as valued, you know, that, that we're not of highest value. Um, man, it's interesting because that, that's one of the things that I do, you know, admire about you is, is that you have that ability um, – and it seems to be very easy for you. For me, I'm on the opposite end of the equation. You know, I'm always worried about other people's feelings, um, which is an assumption, right? Um, and oftentimes to the, to the deficit of my own, like Mm. this is how I feel and, or this is what I see, or this is what I know. And just being direct about that. And because I walked in, I walk into conversations like that and, I'm more worried about what their response is going to be or how they're going to feel hurt or attacked or, you know, all these things. But like you said earlier and scripture tells us our yes should be yes. and Our no should be no. Like there should be a, because you know, I, I hope people know I'm not approaching anybody in a conversation where I'm trying to be hurtful. Yeah. Right. Like, but that is that is such a difficulty for me. Um, but I think, you know, as you shared all that, like, what is love in communication? It's it. I think I've always viewed it as being direct and being bold and and being straightforward. Sometimes um, is not loving. But I don't think that, th- that that's true. I mean, it's most loving for me to be honest. Yeah. You know, as opposed to withholding, as opposed to letting things fester, you know, all of those things. And um, you used the word earlier and that's, I wrote it down, like it creates a murkiness. Like even the conversation last night, if we would have had small conversations, direct conversations along the way, it wouldn't have built into this, you know, major conversation um, of, you know, all of us were like, well, why didn't you just say something? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, uh, 
so I know that that's an area where I probably, and, and just in conviction of the spirit, I'm not being loving by not being direct. Yeah. And, uh, and again, it goes to the, it doesn't mean being a jerk. It right. doesn't mean, right. you know, throwing stones. It means just being direct. Yeah. Yeah. There is a, yeah, you said it like love is truthfulness. Yeah. And I mean, anything else, it's, it's darkness covering up a, an opportunity for the Holy Spirit. Mm. Like for the Lord of light to enter a situation and how and how many boy how many times do how many times do we have arguments with even with ourselves or with other people how many times is there conflict and you're just going back and forth back and forth and it takes it takes an hour and then all of a sudden you land on like the real issue mm. right so many times the thing we're the thing we're on about is not the is not the heart of it they're their their symptoms, their facades, their their walls, right? Or their their yeah, or they're just like I said, their symptoms. They're the smoke, not the fire. And we can sit there and talk about, oh well, the smoke is filling up that ha- that room and that room and that room, and argue about what rooms are being filled up by smoke and how bad is it and is is it going to get in the stuff, right? Or we can just go right to the heart of it in in truth and in honesty, and say, hey, mm-hmm. let's talk about the fire. And it's often not the first thing that people are arguing about or coming together about. It's not uh, often conflict arises because of the smoke. Well, don't you think that's as we enter into those conversations as human beings, our first our first posture is defensiveness. Yeah. Yes. I mean, which I think leads to all of that stuff that and that's why the ability to receive in humility. I mean, that's why what, what you shared, what that guy's quote was or what, you know, that saying that's so powerful, like to walk into a, to a conversation and not be defensive and go, what, what do I need to hear? That's uh, like, that's so beautiful. Like what's the other side of the equation? And what am I missing? Yeah, And, and when you, and when you have that attitude, it takes away the, well, I need to prove my like I'm right and this person's right. wrong, so I need to prove my point to get them to see things my way to get to control. I mean that I mean no one would say it like that, but that's I mean that's what we say, right? I want to I want to control the other person. But when you're when you're being direct and in love, like you're you're highlighting tr- you're showing and highlighting truth. Which I mean, that is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Right. It's not. It's not you doing it. It's you getting past all the smoke, and it's the Holy Spirit getting through there and shining a light on the real issue, on the fire, on the heart of the issue, and saying, "Now we've taken. Now we've busted up masks. We've busted down walls. We've opened up windows. Let's deal with the real issue." The, uh, because like you said, it's, it's a winner loser. It's a me versus you instead of this is us, which goes back, which goes to the, you know, our, our, our conflict, our fight is not against each other. It's against all the thing, you know, the enemy 
and the world that are trying to div- be divisive and divide us. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I also, I also think it's important in, in almost any conflict that, cause no matter what it's, it's, it's 99% of the time it's two people, right? Mm-hmm. It's two people and they both have to own part of the problem. And I, I was talking to someone recently and like that, that came up. It's like, like I need to, I need to not just talk about and show, but I need to prove my willingness to own my side of the conflict. Mm. And I, I try, I try, and I'm, and I, again, I'm not trying to brag or anything. Like if anything, I'm bragging on the work that the Holy Spirit's done. Yeah. But I, I, I do try just to, to be the first to land there. The first to, hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah. All right. Now that we've gotten to the heart of the issue and I see that, wow, I, I hurt you or I offended you or whatever, like I need to own my part of it. I I did. You're right. I did do that. I didn't realize I was, whatever. I didn't realize I was hurting you. I didn't realize I was offending you. I, was, I didn't realize any, sure. right? But but I did do it and I need to own it and I'm sorry and I, and I why don't you ask you to forgive me? And now let's continue moving on, right? And I think it's I think it's important for both people to land there, right? Both to own, both to own, or every part of it, right? Like every party involved to own their their part. Like we're human, we're gonna get defensive, we're gonna get offended, we're gonna get angry, we're gonna write like, and it doesn't matter how right everyone is. There's a bit of wrong in all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, this is like learning a whole new language yeah. in a lot of ways. Like it is not our, our flesh nature to own anything Yeah. to, to be, you know, to be humble in a conversation to, to forgive, right. Be abundant in forgive forgiveness and extending grace. And it is like learning a whole new language you know, uh, uh, because it's it, in like learning any, any new language or it's, it's awkward at first, yeah. right? Yeah. Like in certain contexts and certain families, like, Hey, you know, saying, I love you, you know, or the difficult things that shouldn't be a difficult thing, but or, <clears throat> the things we're talking about or yeah. Like, or conflict. Like how many, how many, I wonder how many kids, how many kids grow up like never seeing conflict? Right? It's mm. like oh, well no no there's both sides of it, right? There's the how sure, many kids sure. grow up never seeing never seeing conflict in a healthy way, right? So either right. everything's hidden and like oh no no mom and dad mom and dad never fight. Mom and dad never argue. Everything's fine, right? right there's right. that or there's the other side of like oh no mom and dad fight all the time and dag you know throw daggers at each other all the time and like I wonder how many kids see that and like Boy, you can swing no matter no matter which way, like the, the pendulum swings. Like you're gonna land in an unhealthy place of, oh no, I oh no, I I grew up and conflict was never part of what we did, so I didn't learn any skills on how to deal with it. And oh, conflict should be this shameful thing that's tucked away. I can't show people that. And so yeah, oh, I better not say that offensive thing, you know. Or yeah, or the other side of like, oh no, conflict looks like. Ex- Explosiveness and control and trying to get your yes. way over someone, right? Like, yeah. And that's, and that's the, 
it, that's why I say it's, it's a whole new language. It's yeah. a language of love. And, um, because it is unnatural because we haven't seen it. I, I you know, I, I don't know why, but this stuck out to me. My, I don't know if it was Michaela or Chris, our first or second daughter. So this is, you know, this was 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. One of them were in, were in preschool and the, uh, the teacher, the preschool teacher, um, I don't even remember what the situation was, but she was aggressive and said something uh, towards me one day. I don't, I, I honestly don't even remember what it was, but it, it, like the next day, she asked me to step out into the hallway, and I'll never forget this because I hadn't seen this before, mm. experienced it. Like she was like this is what I did to you and it was a you know I offended you or I hurt you or whatever the situation but she looked me in the eye and she said would you please forgive me wow and I was like you know I was yeah sure (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but but like for somebody to be so intentional like you said that you try to be the first into that gate of I I'm I'm playing a a role in this and I need to ask for forgiveness. <clears throat> you know, we, we've tried to teach that to our kids and it's not just, Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, it's, what are you sorry for? And, and I won't do this again. You know, I'll, I'll try to not do this again. <clears throat> and it's always interesting. The response, especially when it's kid to kid is it's all right. And we're like, Nope, Nope. Yeah. It's not all right. I accept your apology, yeah. you know, or I forgive you or, or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> because that's just brushing stuff under the rug, and and yeah, and we have a we have such a tendency to like not just it's all right. It's like oh no no no, you don't need to you don't even need to apologize for that. And it's like, don't rob that person of the journey they're going through with the Lord of right. repentance and forgiveness. <laughs> and it's you know, um, I it's, yeah, it's so funny with, with what we were just talking about. Like yeah, this willingness to own it. I, I I was I was admitting to Kristen pretty recently that like there are times when when she's confronted me about something about a way that i've uh hurt or offended or like a, a way that i've i've hurt her right and i'm sitting there and and i'm i can tell like i i may not even agree or i i i don't see it that way right and i can come sure. up with a million reasons why no but i can tell that man if yeah, man. The the what's needed here is for me to just own it and apologize, and and I'll even admit. And I, I think I I think I admitted this to her. And if I didn't, well, you're hearing it now. Uh, <laughs> that there are times I've done it, and not just with her, with with plenty of people. There are times I've done it with this like haughtiness in my humility mm. of like, oh well, okay, well you know what? I'm just I'm so humble. I'm just gonna say I'm sorry, and I'm gonna own it. Because that's what they need, but n- between me and the Lord, He knows He knows the truth, right? And so yeah. I'll I'll say it, right? And I'll like, and it's not conflict avoidance or anything like that, or trying to appease anyone. Like I don't I don't really feel that in my heart, right? But I'll be like, no, I, 
I could tell this is important, and uh, yeah, yeah, maybe I don't get it, but yeah, it's important. And so, hey, I'm I'm sorry. I own it. I own what you're saying. I'll work on it. And then, like later, you know, in my prayer time or journal time or something, or I'll get with the Lord and I like I'll ask the Lord, like, so what do you think about that? Like, you know, you 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 tell me the truth, right? Like, wash me of all that, Lord, you know, kind of thing. And he's like, oh no, she was right. Like you. And then, or, or, you know, that person who confronted you that you just, uh, you just, you know, out of your great abundant humility, like, (laughs) you just said, okay, I'm sorry, I own it, and let's move on, right? And, and here, let me show you where you actually do need to own that. And it's like, oh my God, like, like it never fails. It never fails. Every single time that I've put myself in a position of, okay, this, I'm wrong, and this other person has something to help make me right. There's a piece of that in what they're about to share with me or what they've just shared with me. Oh, weird. It's turned out to be true. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time. Well, we're, we're, we're selfish and we have blind spots yeah. and, and you know, too often we think that we're the, we're the center of the world, yeah. man. Yeah. It's all about me. Yeah. I've, I've got it all figured out. I do it the right way. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, I don't, I don't know. Here, here's, here's my last thought on this. But when we when we have that approach, and we realize that just like when I I need to open myself up in vulnerability to truth from someone else, and learn what my when I see and prove and look and 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 let God take me on my own journey in that it gives me a grace in dealing with someone else and it takes the pressure off for me to try to control the outcome to control how they feel and what they think and sometimes offense and provocation is not a bad thing and so when the responsibility is off of me and onto the holy spirit to lead people into all truth i don't have to be afraid of am i offending Am I, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to be afraid of that. And if I'm, yeah. and if I'm not afraid of that, that only leaves room for one thing, and that's truth. Mm. And, and the Holy Spirit lives in that because he is truth. If the, if the devil is, the father, is, is a liar and the father of lies, like anywhere where I try to hide truth is an open door for the enemy to accuse, to... Uh, confused to to do all the things he does right to steal and lie and but if if I allow the Holy Spirit to work out of me in truth and leave no shade or room for hiding anything for darkness well where's there's no room for the enemy then Mm. we've had uh I'm sure she doesn't listen to the podcast, so uh, I'll share this. We actually currently just walked through with one of our kids, um, just got a job, super excited, being very responsible, nice. all the positive stuff. Nice. Uh, we went to this uh, well, a Sky Zone, you know, oh, yeah. trampoline park. So we go last night with a bunch of kids, some kids from the neighborhood and so forth. And her boyfriend works there. We're like, hmm. 
how, how'd this all happen? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. uh, we didn't know any, anything about this. And, you know, the, uh, she was hesitant to tell us, you know, during the application process and they kind of applied at the same time. And, 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 and just what you're saying, uh, the, the shade of darkness, like Teresa and I both were like, we, we may have asked a couple questions. We want to make sure it's a, a good and a safe situation, but, but we, we like this kid and we trust you. And like, we wouldn't have said you can't have this job, but then we find out and it feels like there's this, like there's this shade of darkness yeah. that's, yeah. that's allowing all these potentials where if, if it just would have been out in the open, we could have talked about it. And, you know, and for her, that comes from a place of fear, right? Well, I fear how you're going to react. And, and, and it's like, well, hold on. We're, we're all, we're all on the same page here. We're all, we all desire, you know, our kids to be safe and to be healthy and to be put into positive situations. And, and this, this would have been, and still is like, we're not making our quitter job or anything, but, but the way that you describe that of, you know, it allows when we, we're, when we're not truth tellers, when we withhold information, when we're not just open and honest about what's happening in our life and who we are. I mean, we can even get into the personality side of it, just who we are. It allows that, you know, that little bit of that shade of darkness to what are the potential negatives that come out of that? You know, where if it's, if it's out in the open, there's nothing to hide. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, and yeah, what, what, what Jesus say about a little leaven, right? A little mm, bit spoils yeah. the whole thing and like a little bit of lying. And that's what it is, right? We can, we can call it all sorts of, oh, I'm just protecting them. Or, oh no, that, you know, I, I can't be that honest. Or, oh, they don't need to know all the truth, right? Like a little bit of lying. Mm. Like, I, I, I think sometimes, sometimes and, I, and I, don't, I, I don't mean that the Holy Spirit isn't powerful, but sometimes it like cuts his legs out. Yeah. And doesn't doesn't create the atmosphere and the openness for that. Well, and how many times lie perpetuates lie. Yeah. But you know, yeah. we're covering to cover to cover to cover and it just gets deeper and darker and uh harder to dig out of that hole yeah. for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> well, man, I just uh I know for myself, I feel convicted through our conversation tonight. I hope, you know, I want to be a, I want to be a person that owns the mistakes that I make. I want to be humble enough to receive when people are direct and honest and truthful in love. And, and I would, you know, especially for me, just being, having the ability to be direct and to be open, to be honest with people, um, you know, hopefully living a life in which they recognize my intent's never going to be, you know, to hurt or damage anyone else, yeah. but just to, to be, to be a truth teller, yeah. let our yes be yes. And, um, so thanks brother. Yeah. And, and let me also, let me, let me say one last thing. And like, uh, it also, it also came with a lot of therapy and like counseling, and like, <laughs> right. And like learning, learning conflict resolution. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, Kristen and I like, have to pause and like, hey, what was that phrase we learned in counseling? Oh sure, yeah, okay. Here, sure. here's the phrase, right? Or you know, uh, what, you know, whatever it is, or, or you know, I've, I've, I've 
I've taught Hava, you know, how to be able to say like, hey, when you did this, it made me feel like this, mm-hmm. right? And so instead of yep. the, you made me feel like you did this to me and like, but rather like, hey, your action produced this in me. And so, yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not, you know, and yeah, just learning, having an arsenal of those kind of conversation phrases and yeah, like I said, I can't I can't tell you how many times like Kristen and I have like stopped each other in our tracks and be like, hey, oh, hold on. You said these words and this is what I heard you say. And this is how it made me feel. Is that what you meant to say? Is that how you meant to make me feel? And it's like, oh my God, no, you misunderstood what I said. Um, or or actually, yeah, that 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 is. That's that's a lot of what I was trying to say. Let me clarify that a little bit to get to truth, right? And sure. And so sure. I yeah, I would just encourage, I mean, geez, and we, we live in the age of Google. Like you can Google like good conflict resolution tactics, right, or phrases or something, and, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. just have this arsenal of, of, of ways to be able to communicate conflict. Uh, I would encourage sure. every one of our listeners to do that. And yeah, yeah. There's always you know it, same thing when I talk to couples, and and I marriage is such an example of you know a perfect place to model all yeah. of these things. But but the the location and taking time to have the right heart and posture at walking into a conversation and being prayed up and and all those things, which obviously some of those logistic parameters, you know, you you, you can't always be in the perfect spot or the perfect mindset. But um, but yeah, arsenal of um, healthy ways to engage. And I don't mean arsenal of attacking. Let me have no, some weapons. No, no. <laughs> tools yeah, you've yeah. got a toolbox better, better, better said yeah <laughs> i'm gonna pull out this arsenal against you <laughs> well hey i think we're about love done. you man love you too all right let's try this let's, again let's next get time in a fight sometime oh I'll, I'll come up with some topics Ooh, uh any number of them pizza places we shop <laughs> lots 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 of areas for potential conflict All always, right. yeah, always. When, you, when you told me you've been to sam's recently it made me feel <laughs> <laughs> all right listeners thanks so much on that note peace Bye. <laughs>